comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted, making mountains out of mashed potatoes. Episode 508 of Half Oh, feel half the burn. Wasted. That pain is weakness leaving your body. How you guys doing? I'm just getting my workout in. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh, Brad. Look at those, look at those shredded, uh, shredded triceps. Uh, and Brad, you will change that, that uh, keg into a six pack any day now. You just keep working that. Uh, man. Man, I just haven't had time to work out. I had to get it in right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at those veins. You are a veiny. You you look like a uh, a steroid uh, infused uh, person. <laughs> hang on, hang on. This is, we'll just go ahead and pull 100. the curtain back. Everybody. This is why Frank and I insisted on starting to do the show remotely because we just can't handle Brad's roid rages anymore. Ooh. He just gets oh, so sorry, angry, guys. and invariably he ends up throwing Frank uh, or myself uh, through a plate glass window. Yeah, and they got expensive. Yeah, you know, it does. Those expensive those windows habit. are not cheap. You know, it's 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 a ha- it's become a habit. I'll admit it. It's an expensive one. You know, the good <laughs> thing about whew, the good thing about this, you know, our Skype arrangement is that I can I can uh, do this show with no pants on. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's why I wish you had uh, been a little closer to the camera while you're doing <laughs> those. Uh, yeah, Brad, yeah. you got to remember, you we see your waist when you stand up. So just yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> Because the Those left are... one kind of rises when you do a curl with your right arm, uh-huh. and the right one kind of rises when you do yeah. a curl with your left arm. Everything. It's all connected, brother. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Just like the Marvel Universe. In case you're wondering, those were... Hypophysiology. In case you're wondering, those were 15-pound barbells. Uh, feel oh, the burn. Yeah. Not, not oh, each. Yes. Feel the burn. Uh, together. Yeah. No, each of them were 15s. <laughs> feel the oh, burn. Hey, I'm 51 now. I got to be careful. With, you know what I'm saying? I got to be careful. Um... As well, everybody, you're, you're, you're looking to tone, not yeah, to add. Bulk. I'm looking right. to tone up, not to yeah. gain, not to gain bulk. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. <sighs> All right, heart rate is back to, to normal Tony now. Stark. Yeah, Tony there you go. Stark. Oh my God, heart's beating like a rabbit. I, I was just, and I was just watching. Oh, I know. Quit breathing. Uh, <laughs> Bill's breathing I'm heavy. <laughs> he was working out vicariously through me. Um, yeah, this hey, is I episode. I played a disc golf uh, two days ago. Oh, good. Yeah. I good. exercise. Good. I take the dog on a. I take the dog on a mile long walk every night. Mm. Good. I mean, now That's you good. know it's it's. I when I say walk, I'm stretching it a little bit. Yeah. Back in the old days, when Pepper was younger, it did used to be a walk. She would drag me so uh, you, for as long as I wanted to walk her. You're kind of um, doing a stroll these days. Nowadays, she's 13 years old, 
And it's not so much a walk as a sniffing tour. Yeah, you're dragging yeah. her behind. Yeah, yeah no, I, uh, I'll walk uh, about, uh, let's see, how long is the leash? It's a retractable. It's like 16 feet long. I will walk about 15 feet, and then I will stop and wait for it to catch up. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it's very rare that we get more than, say, three or four houses down a sidewalk without her needing to. I just need to pull over and check this out. You yeah, see, is yeah, there yeah. smell here? I don't know if it's somebody, some other dog's, uh, uh, their bottom, or maybe they uh, hacked something up, or uh, you know, who knows? Maybe a squirrel ran by here a week ago. I don't know what it is, but I need to check it out. And I go, you know what, Pepper? I got to remember that we're here doing this for you. This is not for me. This is for you, doggy. So you take all the time you need, and you're 13 years old, and uh, we'll just we'll get home. When we that get sounds home. like that sounds like me in a Target. I'm just walking down, <laughs> and then I see something. I'm like, oh, what's this? Oh, don't get hang me on. Started. I'm gonna go down this aisle real quick. Oh, what's that? I, uh, I went into Walmart last night for four items. It took me 90 minutes. <laughs> I wish I was kidding. And I Ooh. walked out with $130 to stuff. Yikes. But on the plus side, I now have a nice container to store all that loose cereal apparently I have lying around. Uh. <laughs> uh, explain that to me. I don't know. That's why I stopped uh, walking say, through your kitchen because it was always well, they underfoot. Say, uh, loose cereal yeah. all over the place. Yeah, they say never go shopping when you're hungry. Um, so what, do, what does it mean when you go shopping and all you've got is like home improvement on your mind? You know, something. I'm at a grocery store. I got to find. Okay, you know what? Well, now that you've you know, I'm compromise, I got a I got a new uh, one quart uh, sugar uh, holder because my old one, the top had split on it and it was being held together with duct tape, literally. And uh, then I got this this sweet uh, uh, plastic bin uh, to put uh, bagged um, uh, uh, cereal product in. Well, now that means your rat problem and your ant problem should go away. <laughs> yes, yes. It, it should diminish greatly. I, I can't. If I hear round and round one more there time, you go. yeah, right, can't keep him right. out of that spare bedroom. Yeah, and uh, well, Adam has been in my third bedroom now. Uh, like you could hear that through the walls. Right, right, right. Well, you know, it's uh, you know, Adam is in the third bedroom, and uh, you know the you know the rat guy is in the second bedroom. Right. And so, you know, it's a constant cacophony, uh, you know, and it's a little bit, it's weird because it's, it's sometimes it's hair metal coming from the second bedroom and sometimes it's uh, new wave post-punk music coming from the third bedroom. I, uh, I, uh, speaking of bug guys, I did have my bug guys stop by, uh, this really? week he, he came by and just, uh, uh, gave a spray, said, said hi to NASA. NASA's, <laughs> I said this before, worst guard dog in the world because <laughs> stranger comes in the house, she goes up to him, sniffs him. Uh, they pet him on the head, and then she goes makes no to sound. the other room. She yeah, let you know no there's sound. an intruder. <laughs> right. well, you, you need to teach her to hate and fear uh, what she doesn't understand. You're gonna wake up. I've been trying to. You're gonna wake up one night with to a vision of somebody standing over your bed. His right hand is petting NASA's head, and his left hand is holding a gun to your temple. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'll go. Eh, Give I, me all your action I figures. This was gonna happen. Give me all yeah. your action figures. And your loose cereal. <laughs> loose cereal. That is great. As you guys know, listeners, we... I mean, what, I just got laying around in bowls or yeah. something? Yeah. What the hell? What's the expectation here? Sorry. We here at the Half Hour Wasted Podcast tend to record two or three episodes at a time when we record, and uh, this is no different. This is episode 508. We just finished recording 507. So... It is still the same day, awesome. which means that is is the day after 
um, the new president was elected. But that night, even more importantly, Dave Chappelle mm. hosted Saturday Night Live with musical guests, really? the Foo Fighters. And, wow. Uh, the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters. So, ladies Fred. and gentlemen, the Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Fred. This is uh this show was made for you. Yeah, I love Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Dang it! But I had to watch The Mandalorian last night. Well, you can you can rewatch it. I saw um, about the first half of the monologue, and I did see maybe the funniest thing uh, I've seen on Saturday Night Live in a long time. Now, granted, I have not watched Saturday Night Live in a long time, so I may be missing out. Uh, I'm not I'm not saying this is the funniest thing that's happened. I'm just saying I haven't seen any of it. But the uh, the the freaking short were uh, Beck. What's his name? Beck Weathers Beck no, as the mountain climber. Uh, Beck Bennett goes up to uh, try to win his girl back. Yeah, that was funny. That's pretty. <laughs> By good. the end, of it, it was like it was like who wrote this? Trey yeah. Parker and Matt Stone. This is brilliant. I think Beck Bennett wrote it because he's he. I, I get a based on stuff he and Kyle Mooney have done in the past. I, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that. Probably he and Kyle Mooney wrote that skit together, but um, and, and I freaking I, to this day it makes me want to go back and watch the otherwise uh, virtually unwatchable Zoolander two, because Kyle Mooney's part in Zoolander two I didn't know he was is, in that. Uh, oh my god, he's the uh, he's the DJ at uh, club they go to. I'll, I'll say no more other than just his. It, it's not even that he's got like a lot of lines or anything. It's just it's how he. It's just. I don't know. I just I can't even explain it. Kyle Mooney. I predict that when you go back and watch that those scenes in, in Zoolander two, Kyle Mooney will crack your ace up. Watching Kyle Mooney gives me an array of emotional responses. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Wow. It's like what does that mean? well, he's super funny, but then he's super okay. uncomfortable yeah. to watch sometimes. And <laughs> but uh then you feel sorry for him, but then you're like Man, I wish I could not be. I wish I could be that not scared, you know, to perform the types of things he performs. He's a he's a he's a pretty he's a pretty amazing performer, I think. Comedy. Oh, I guess I I also saw the freaking skit. Uh, uh, it was on in the background while I was doing some work on my laptop, but um, uh, the the Super Mario's 35th anniversary yeah. you know, special. And they just, man, they kept hammering that joke. Poor yeah. Kyle Moon having his having his parts uh, removed, uh, and, removed and yes. sanded down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty crazy. I, so, I, yeah. Anyway, so uh, congrats to Saturday Night Live for having apparently some of the more solid material they've had in in uh, quite a while. Like him or but not, how could you not with Dave Chappelle? Yeah, like him or not, Dave Chappelle. Uh, I I think Dave Chappelle's great, and um. You know, he says a lot of things that a lot of people are thinking. He upsets yep. a lot of people. He makes a lot of people happy. His show, Chappelle's show, was just, it's in my top three, you know, yes, top five sitcoms ever. It's just amazing. Um, but uh, so he was on, and there was this great skit about how this group of, of I don't remember exactly the setup, but they had to fire, they, they did the skit where they had to fire a bunch of old food mascots because... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and my Rudolph was Aunt Jemima, Kenan Thompson oh. was Uncle Ben, <laughs> oh, and then Dave Chappelle was the Allstate guy, and they they put this effect. They, let me see if I can simulate it a little bit. They put this effect on him. You know where he's, he sounded like this a little bit. 
because Dave Chappelle, oh uh, no, because I, I, uh, and uh, Dennis Haysbert has a really Dennis deep Haysbert voice. Is the yeah. greatest. I love him so, so much. They would they would put that they would put that sound effect on Dave Chappelle every time he said his lines. It was pretty funny. <laughs> there is a uh, uh, there's an onion story about uh, how uh, Auntie Mama was. They were changing her mascot to uh, to someone called Sheila. That's <laughs> oh, funny, Sheila. <laughs> Uh, who, who's a who's a young attorney, and uh, uh, if I find the story, I'll send it to you. But it, it's just uh, the logo. It's in that ancient mama font, but it says <laughs> Sheila, and That's then funny. the woman just looks like a young professional in her mid twenties, African American, smiling. It's pretty funny. Nice. That's funny. Well, good. It, it is time for that. I've, I even as a kid, I I found I guess the. The, the casual races of America, even as a youngster, I, I would look at, you know, grandparents or, or other people in society or whoever and go, really? This doesn't, nobody else is, is kind of cocking an eyebrow at uh, this attitude or, or this uh, ad campaign or this Aunt Jemima. It's just, it's always seemed really sketchy and probably needed to go, you know, just, it, it's, it's interesting that we're living in a time where, where that stuff really is going. Yeah. Um, I caught myself the other day saying something to somebody. He's like, dude, you can't, you can't do that anymore. They were doing like a, <laughs> they were doing like a, an accent or something. And it was probably something that I would have done, you know, five years ago without a second thought, not Uh-oh. with not a, a racist intent behind it, but right. something that was just generally funny that you saw on a show, you know? Yes. And, uh, I, I think the last couple of years especially has really, it's personally speaking, it's opened my eyes to a lot of looking at the world differently and putting myself in others' shoes and trying to just examine what I say or do before I say or do it even more than yeah. I've even tried to do, you know, on, on my own over the last five, six years. But yeah. Oh, Frank just sent us the, uh, there it is. That's pretty funny. She sent us the logo that Frank sent us the logo. Uh, I, I sent you a text of, yeah, of, yeah. The, uh, of the logo if you want to take a look That's at it. Funny. It's from The Onion, so it's parody. Uh, just funny. The other reason Sometimes I... Joyce pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> the other reason I brought up Saturday Night Live was about the Foo Fighters, and they uh, they had been... Dave Grohl has been talking about having a new album that's been done for a while, because, you know, really? COVID, and they've been able to... I suppose they've been able to do it. And then over okay. the last week, they've been teasing it on Facebook and social media. Um, Whoa. And last night they performed a new song. Yeah, it's called Shame, Shame. But I have to be honest and go on record saying that I think the song should have been called Lame, Lame. Oh, no. Yeah, and and I I hope I can come back later and say, hey, the song's grown on me. Good. Um, But I think a real... Foo Fighters fan would be honest with himself when they're not happy with a song. So that's what I'm doing. I think you know what? Yeah, I think we we can't expect every song to be great. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, even Um, Prince has some songs that I absolutely hate. Would you say? I think that you know a band is in trouble when you start realizing by the third album or the tenth album or the whatever that this feels kind of formulaic. Well, you know, and a lot of bands have gone through that. ACDC just released a song. Oh my God, I have not listened to that freaking album yet. What's wrong with me? But listen, the song is great. And it has the, the, the lead singer back, you know? Yeah, Brian Johnson. Yeah. Yes. And the song's great. And then I realized, but this sounds like every other ACDC song <laughs> yeah. I've heard. It's, you're right. It is. Uh, I guess. Uh, but it's that's still a, great. 
bit yeah. of a dichotomy there because ACDC defines formulaic. Yes, but it's I think, still freaking awesome. I think they are the <laughs> exception to your original thought. So I guess I should not automatically dismiss uh, uh, the Foo Fighters well, uh, for doing something that might sound formulaic no, this, to them because there's this, a reason you love a band. It's because of their formula. That's so, the thing. I'm silly. I'm this Foo Fighters song is the farthest thing from formulaic. It is a completely different sound. Huh. There's hardly any crunchy guitars in it at all. Oh. Um, it's, it's a more of a, it's more of a laid back mellow song and I want crunchy Foo Fighter guitar. And I'm assuming a little bit like this album, not quite the most, you know what I'm, you know what I'm looking at? That's Lazaretto. Uh, no, this is uh, boarding house. Uh, This is boarding house reach by Jack White. I was thinking Uh, that was, oh, Lazaretto has him sitting in the chair on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Lazaretto. Oh, I mean, Lazaretto is an amazing song. That's a good really isn't a song like that on this album. It's, uh, it's, he's, he has defied formula, uh, on this album. And I honestly, it's like, I kind of wish it was a little more like, uh, one of his other albums. I'm hoping, Uh, but that's okay. I I love an artist for trying something new and not being scared. I think you, I think uh, you have to. Yeah. I think you have to, and, and if it is a true, especially if they're established artists, because yeah. uh, uh, you know if, if they have Unless, a back catalog of stuff, yeah. uh, you know try try something new. Unless you're ACDC, then just keep doing the same thing. <laughs> I I tell you what, honestly, I loved that new song. It was just great. Oh, that song is awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so when I, when I was in college, I don't know if this still holds up, but uh, uh, talking about bands that you know have the same sound all the time, someone had said, "Hey, put on some Boston." I wasn't part of this conversation. I saw yeah. her they're on Boston album, and they go, "Which one?" Goes, it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think Boston's at least Boston's first two albums are one is one long album. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, and and I. I jokingly uh, have to di- disagree with they're all the same album because uh, I think, like you, I think the first two albums are entirely separate from anything else they did from yeah. that point on. So uh, the first two albums, are, I, I actually like the second album a little better, but I will admit that I probably haven't listened to either album in toto in probably 30 years. So, But Frank, so Frank's point holds water because, yeah. you know, yeah. like their hits – most of their hits, they sound like they could have come from the same album. Yeah. And it's and that Tom Scholl's guitar sound, he invented that sound, that little fuzz box or whatever he calls it. He yes. invented that device that makes his guitar sound that way. Um, it's in all the songs, but it's still great. And so, you know, so name bands that kind of you love but always sound the same. Like right. the first one that jumped, jumped in my head was Chicago. Hmm. Chicago has a sound. I'd say there's two versions of Chicago. I'd say there's an earlier Chicago and then there's a later Chicago. Okay. Um, I'll give you that. Just like the Doobie Brothers. There's an early version yes. of the Doobie Brothers without yeah. Michael McDonald. And then there's the post, you know, Doobie Brothers well, with Michael there's McDonald. There's Peter. Well, yeah, like I said, Peter Cetera Chicago yes. is a different animal. Yeah. Right. Well, you know. The 24 and 6 to 9. A lot of you know Peter Cetera sang a lot on on all, on a lot of that early stuff, but he wasn't the only one that sang. You know, so yes, right. Yes, your point yes. is your point is well made. Yes, um, I can think of a band that to me I don't necessarily love them, but to me they sound the same. Is um, uh, the Black Keys? Okay, I think ah. a lot of their stuff sounds the same. Um, okay, now this I'm isn't a bad thing. This is just their sound. 
And you know, yeah. you don't you're not rolling your eyes. It's just like this like if you don't tell me the band, but you play a song off an album I've never heard, I could probably identify Lincoln the... Park. Ooh. Mm. And to like me, it. A lot of Lincoln Park sounds like the same. Yeah. Journey, I think sounds uh they're great, but they kind of all sound the same to me. A lot of their stuff. I'm, um, I'm struggling to uh, fill this requirement, but I guess I would uh, say that uh, I would put Steely Dan in that camp. Mm. Uh, yes, that's a good they, one. They did not evolve a whole hell of a lot, you know, musically, but it was just always so solid and so good um, that you know they get a pass. Um, I never, I don't think any hair band ever. Uh, uh, grew and changed their sound and experimented and stuff with the band. So you can take kind of an entire subgenre just right out there. Um, Skid Row. Honestly, a lot of my uh, well, I see that's the thing. I think you could go and say that almost any hair metal band was formulaic by that. You know that they just kept giving us the same sound over and over again. Okay, I got one. Yeah. And in fact, I'm I'm looking right down to to my right. The their new album just came out um, mm-hmm. a couple months ago. Striper. I'm a big Striper fan. Always have been. Always have been. But there's, they have a sound which I love. Yeah. But they, a lot of their stuff sounds the same. Like it's the same. It's hard. (laughs) It's hard to say it's the same because you know it's you know it's not. You know you know all of their albums have been painted with the same brush. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right. So, but I love it. I love Striper. Always have been since day one. So. So Striper, are they the religious brand? Yeah, Christian, are they, Christian yeah. Uh, okay. metal. I are they, they still Christian more, metal? Yeah. They were more... Uh, they love them some Jesus. They had to be Christian. Yeah. Say um, again, Bill? I just I seem to remember that uh, maybe it's changed or uh, that they were more one of those bands that claimed that we're a band that's Christian rather than we're a Christian band. I think they've always metal. kind of talked about that. You know, said, Yeah, but said I that. mean, it, it's... It's not just I I think the point was that's not all we talk about. Like you get a lot of those, well, you know, Michael W. Smiths or whatever, that every single song, every single line is about one or one of three subjects if we're counting the entire Holy Trinity here. Um, but Striper would not necessarily, you know, would ne- would not necessarily preach in their lyrics literally like a lot of uh Christian uh bands do. I would say uh, I think though I would say the majority of of their music does do that, but there is some okay. that's that's just rock and roll, and uh, they do some mean covers too. They did um, they oh, did a, a cool cover of uh, the Doobie Brothers. Jesus is just all right. Okay. In <laughs> fact, they did a they did a whole album called The Covering, where all they did was covers no. of old rock songs. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Pretty good stuff. Covers uncovered. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. That's amazing. Um. Let's see. Built what this city. Yeah. What else did um, right? You pulled up an album earlier, Brad, that you wanted oh, yeah. to talk about. So we had mentioned Saturday Night Live previously on Saturday Night Live. One of the one of the previous episodes, there was a a musical guest. Uh, it was a a woman, an African American woman called Her. Yes. H period E period R period. Mm-hmm. Um, she blew me away. Absolutely blew me away with her performances on Saturday Night Live. So I immediately went and looked on Amazon and bought her first album, which is actually a collection oh, cool. of her first two EPs that she's put out. And she's actually put out no four, way. Yeah, she's actually put out four EPs and the songs yes. that she sang on Saturday Night Live, I believe, were from her fourth EP. She does a song called Hold On that would have made Prince proud. 
You know, yes. Frank, ever since we were talking about our half-hour wasted bingo cards and you brought up <laughs> one of the spaces on the bingo card should be Brad mentions Prince. Every time I do, I'm not self-conscious now. <laughs> well, I also threw I also threw um um Food Fighters. Uh, Noel in there. Uh, yeah, the Food Fighters. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, I, I, this, I do the Simpsons a lot. Yeah, that's true. And, do, and Bill do does do Dune. A, now, yeah. see, if you were as dead on the inside as I am, it wouldn't bother yeah. you. Oh, I know. But anyway, this album, her. This. Uh, Thanks for agreeing. She's an African American girl. Shreds on the guitar. She's amazing. But this particular album, her first two EPs put together, is just more of a like laid back R and B stuff. It's really good. Okay. I, I really like it. Um, and then the other music thing I was going to mention was, I, I might have mentioned this on a previous uh, album. This is a band called The Blue Stones. Okay. Of all things, it was brought to my attention via a Facebook ad. Um, Whoa. I guess because it's, you know, it's we've heard it before. Facebook knows what you like and They're, it sees your search history and all that. But this album, it's got a purple astronaut on the cover floating in space. They have uh, the name of the album is Black Holes, and the album itself is printed on purple vinyl. So of course that's going to oh, show nice. up in my Facebook feed. And the song that they had playing in the Facebook seed feed was called Black Holes, and then in parentheses it says Solid Ground, Black Holes, Solid Ground. But anyway, it's just a good guy on a guitar and a drummer. But they, okay. oddly, oddly enough, I, I get a Black Keys vibe from them. You know, having just no said way. I didn't really care for Black Keys, but uh, anyway, that's just a couple of of uh musical things i think you should check out is her and the black uh the blue stones um by the way that new foo fighters record comes out next february do you think the black keys the white stripes were directly complementary to each other white stripes came out first i don't white think stripe could be interpreted as uh the ivory on a keyboard uh the black keys those could easily be the half notes the black half notes on mm -hmm. a keyboard and the white stripes and the black keys would literally be synergistic like yin and yang you cannot have one you cannot have a piano without the white stripes and the black keys no Boom. but may not there you go. maybe the case maybe not but i do think them and the blue stones all got their names from the same website <laughs> huh. I heard this great story. You Five guys know the, the guitarist performer St. Vincent? Yes. yes. Yeah. Dallas' okay. own, by the way. Yeah, Dallas' own. So uh, I heard this great story this comedian was telling where she runs a rock and roll camp, like summer camp for kids. Is this and, true or is it just a story? Yeah, it, yeah oh, this is cool. true. So, uh, so you know, dur too. during... Yeah, so you know, uh, you know, they teach them how to play guitar and all that, and then they they get to do interviews with people. Uh, uh, they have real rock stars come in. So oh, Saint cool. Vincent came in uh, to talk to these kids, and everyone's kind of really excited, but nobody quite knows wh how who she is. So they're asking a lot of questions like, "So are you famous? Do you drive yourself? Do you have a limo?" All these very generic uh, <laughs> uh, rock and roll questions, but. Uh, one of the kids asked her about her house, and she says, well, I live in a 300-foot, square-foot apartment in New York City. The kids were floored by that because I guess they don't know that 300 square feet is <laughs> yeah, super small, <laughs> Is super small. but they were super impressed. I, I can only <laughs> imagine that they were – they heard 300 square feet, and they thought about a football field because, you know, that's, that's uh, uh, 300 feet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wow. So like two or three times the size of their bed. That's amazing. My think of all the room 
we'd have for activities. <laughs> my, my current apartment is only slightly bigger than that, by the way. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I'm not bragging, but I feel like I live in a walk-in closet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, you're very European of you, Brad. You don't need that much space. Uh, I, I went to... to uh, uh, you guys know little Nancy. I visited her a few years ago in the Netherlands in her house, which was very, uh, uh, very standard size for families and stuff like that. And uh, 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 America, we would consider that a very, very small apartment. Uh, I slept in what was essentially a long closet. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, it's very, it's, it's function over form. If you've ever seen an, an Ikea setup, like you go to the Ikea store and they have those ideal setups, right. all their houses are like that. Like that's an apartment there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Now I've heard about that. Uh, we have, uh, uh, we have a mutual, uh, dear friend, uh, the great, uh, Amy J. Uh, over there in uh, merry old England, and uh, yeah, she describes stuff like uh, the the refrigerators are like two thirds the size of what we're used to, and then the expectation is that you do actually go to the market and get fresh produce and, and another thing of milk every couple of three days, and so you don't have you know you're not you're not hoarding food like we ugly Americans are with your with your you know, with your separate freezes and all your your, your <laughs> flash freezing processes and whatnot you know well let me tell you something americans you know i have we, a, we, they I like have their a, food fresh over there i have a 12 pack of eggs in the refrigerator that has been there a month i haven't even touched it Dang. Yeah. I, I i eat stuff in my fridge my problem is that i've always got my fridge stuffed like i'm i'm trying to how you know i'm trying to feed like a, a family of eight or something you know it's 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 weird I, I i don't understand um i just i got into a habit at one point many years ago it's like dude i cannot be on the last half gallon of milk even though mm -hmm. i, I I drink milk about one time a week, you know. I've got uh, I've I've got one child living with me full time, and the other one, the college student, uh, comes back on weekends frequently. So, you know, it's basically just me and and you know one other dude, and the occasional visit by a daughter. And so it's like I don't understand why I've still got the freaking house stuffed. Like apparently I'm ready to be locked down again or something. I, I don't know. Let's hope that's uh, a joke. But um, in, in the before times, uh, I had a friend come over to my house once and she got something out of my fridge. And, you know, I think I have like mustard and milk in there. That's it. And, and you know, and soda. And uh, uh, she asked, uh, uh, what's going on? Are you poor? <laughs> oh, man. Is everything okay? I was okay like, what? Tonight? No, I just don't. I just don't keep a lot of like. I don't know. I go to the supermarket two or three times a week, just but it's just me usually, you know. And you know, when I was uh, down at Full Sail, uh, I would go to the supermarket just as an excuse to get out of the house for yeah. 20, 30 minutes. So I'm, I'm with you. I, I honestly, I get it. I totally get that. Um, and besides, you never know. You might run into a couple of a uh, couple of beautiful babies while you're there. That wouldn't hurt. Maybe yeah. a nice conversation over uh, a bunch of bananas or some cilantro. You know? Yeah. Maybe you. Maybe hey, compare, how do you pick uh, cilantro? Hey, beautiful. How do you pick cilantro? I uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm a bachelor, huh? How you doing, huh? <laughs> That's never worked, by the way. Just a guy. I could use some help here, because I'm not a I'm not a smart girl like you are. I'm just I'm Which in the toilet paper. Do you, you prefer? Please, please, I'm begging for your help. This is a not subtle, uh, desperate cry for help in any way. Please. 
Now, so uh, clearly my uh, my pickup style hasn't worked yet. Which That's just okay. uh, d- describe it. It's uh, it's going in the well, supermarket. You just got a just minute eat. and a half of it, and I can't apologize strongly enough to the audience. <laughs> well, yeah. That's fine. We're, we're, I mean, maybe I should stop. Uh, more than once I've gone up to someone and gone, oh, man, you want to get married? I, apparently, that's not a good way to start out. You should, you, should, you should take it slower than that. That's a life hack. Yeah. And and the last thing you want is someone to take you up on that offer right now. Oh, my there. God. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's like, uh, it's like swiping right on Tinder. God forbid you get a match, and now you're expected to talk to someone. It's like, no, I was not prepared for that level of commitment. You know, I just, I'm just, I'm just going to back out of the app and pretend I never saw that. Okay. <laughs> oh, my, uh, my timer didn't go off. We we just hit. We're at thirty one. Okay. Oh, I was going to guess we we're about an hour and twenty. Time flies minutes. when you're having fun. Mm. Well, I feel like I did most of the talking with all that music stuff and started not live. A lot of heavy lifting. Yeah. I uh I I can't tell you I, I recently uh had my first outing to a restaurant in COVID times. Oh wow. wow. Yeah, and um, uh, a coworker and I, we decided to take Wednesday off because we had just finished a huge project and we just needed to unwind. So we agreed to meet at a restaurant, and uh, um, it was very good, had fun, true story. When the bill came, I paid for it, and I could not do the tip math in my <laughs> oh, no. head. Because it's been so long. I, I I hate to admit that, but yeah. So I that's put why down God put calculators on your cell phones, yeah, Frank. True. Well, I put I just put a number on on there, which I thought was good. Gave it to him. Forgot about it. Later on that evening, I looked at my receipt and I go, I gave her like a five percent tip. Like oh. that's wrong. <laughs> oh, so I no. went back. The, I went back the next day. No way. The waitress's name was on it, and I go, I gave you a crap tip. Yesterday. Did you actually talk to the waitress again? Yeah, yeah. And she was just like, oh yeah. She remembered me because I brought oh, her yeah. a baggie of Halloween cart candy that was left over. Uh, I just said, hey, here. I was. I've been giving it away. I've been yeah. putting it in baggies, and like I gave some <laughs> to my mailman. I gave some uh, uh, to this waitress. And anyway, so I, 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 so she remembered me, and she said that was so sweet. She took the money because I really did feel bad about it, and I was embarrassed that I couldn't, like I literally couldn't do the math in my head about it, and I felt bad. But she was very appreciative, and you know, everyone's trying to work, make ends meet. I'm sure she's struggling too, and so she was happy, and I was happy. No doubt, that's a nice story. That's a good story. <laughs> It's I such had, a nice story. I'm not even going to follow it up with the whole thing that you just move the decimal place over, whatever <laughs> that number is, just kind of double it ish. Yeah, a little, little, little more, a little less, depending on the service. You know? That's the trick I was taught too, Bill. Yeah, but still, every once in a while, I'll use the calculator. Like, if, yeah, if, I, I know people who pull out the tip calculator app, and it's like, really? Well, sometimes <laughs> you know. Like I want to make sure dollar check. It's just give her like six bucks and let's get out of here. Okay. I try to tip at least 18%. Yeah. At least yeah. if the yeah. service is great, I'll give, you know, a 20% tip or a 21% tip. But if the service yeah. is not great, I'll still give an 18% tip. And when I that just, happens, I, I have to pull out the tip calculator. Cause I don't want, <laughs> I want it to be exactly 18%. Well, a lot of us have been waiters, and I've always come from that place where, like, look, I know what a waiter goes through, and I know that you're that you know my tip may be a little bit bigger than maybe it could slash should be, but I know that I'm making up for some oblivious 
who just, you know, gave you a $2 freaking tip on a $40 check. You know, I, I know that happens out there. And so if I can help make a waiter's day a little bit brighter and yeah. ensure they're not going to spit in my food next time, it feels <laughs> like a win-win because it's like, you know, it's like you look at your check and unless you're really going all out, you know, the difference is like a, a buck or two, you know, it's like, so I could give you a $4 tip. How about I just give you a freaking $6 tip? I'm not going to miss $2 and uh, it it's, uh, might make a big difference to you. It certainly will. When you look at it, you go, good Lord, I just got tipped 26% or whatever. You know, now I'm definitely not, I'm definitely a taking, taking that guy off my kill list and I'm not going to spit in his food next time he comes in. I so again, st- just, you show me where the downside is. I think that two bucks well spent. A funny tip story years ago, uh, my buddy Kevin and I, I used to work a late shift at DHL and I would get off at 11 or midnight or whatever. And, uh, he right. also worked a crazy shift. So sometimes we would meet for a beer like at midnight right at this place near uh, close to where I worked and near his house. Anyway, so, and we went to this place. Sometimes we went like twice a week, you know. Anyway, so we went once, and then I left. And the next day I realized, when I pulled out the receipt from my pocket, I realized that I had taken both copies of the receipt. Uh Uh-oh. And uh, stiffed this waitress unintentionally. <laughs> so I called the restaurant. I told him what happened. Told him who the waitress was. I paid online. You know, I gave him my <laughs> credit card number. I said, please take this and pay the bill. And uh, give the waitress this tip, you know. Right. So we, Kevin and I went back like three or four days later. And we're sitting there talking, and all of a sudden, I look up, and here comes this waitress. And she's got the icy stare from hell on her face. And she okay. sits down at our table, pulls a chair out, never, her eyes never leaving mine. And she sits down, and she just stares at me. Heck? She just stares with this horrible, I hate you look on her face. And I look over at Kevin, and he goes, like, I don't, <coughs> I don't know what's going on. And uh, she goes, do you remember me? I'm like, yeah, you were our waitress a few nights ago, aren't you? Oh, my gosh. I am so sorry. I called the restaurant the next day, and she goes, I don't want to hear it. And I said, I'm sorry? She goes, I don't want to hear it. I had to pay for your tab out of my own pocket, blah, 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 all this stuff. Turns out Kevin had seen her in the restaurant earlier when I went to the restroom. (laughs) And he flagged her over, and he told her the situation, and he says, look, my buddy's in the restroom right now. I want you to make him feel bad, and really played up when he comes back. He'll come over and pull the chair out and sit down at the table and uh, and mess with him. And so sweet. Yeah. And so finally, I'd look over at Kevin, and he's just, he's holding the laughter in. I was like, okay, I see what's going on. I was about to say, that is the worst customer service. That so anyway, is, that's kind of an awesome kind, kind yeah, of a, uh, it was, a little prank. It was a pretty good prank. And <laughs> she's like, she's like, yes, I had to pay for your tab. But the the manager told me that you called the next day. They reimbursed me because you paid for the tab and all this stuff. And anyways, right. it was pretty funny. It was now. Wait, funny. did she really have to pay for it? Uh, to my probably. Yeah. To my, yeah. I think if you. Yeah. 
she said she did. I don't know if she really did, but she okay. told me she did. You know, well, a lot of I've well heard have, stories. Go ahead. They may well have taken it out of her pay. Yeah, so I've heard she, stories. She probably did pay for it indirectly, at least. Yeah, I've heard stories of of servers having to do that if their yeah. tabs get walked. That can happen. Yeah, it may, it may not be every restaurant or bar's policy, but I've heard stories of that. And anyway, she said that's what happened, but I, it may or may not have been true. But it really lent uh, substance to the to the <laughs> the prank. You know, gave it some real authenticity. That, yeah, uh, you just really, just really bit into. Yeah, that was pretty on. good. That was pretty good. And then you know we would go back every once in a while again, and and we she may not have been our server that night, but I'd see her and I'd wave and hello okay oh yeah, let's say you should you should lo- you should lock like death eyes with her you know nah, it was every time you every time you make your eye contact and you walk in just just give her the freaking stare like i'm i'm coming for you and your and your family yeah and then all your pets <laughs> that's a good gag though yeah it was pretty it was pretty good kevin pulled it off <clears throat> that yeah, I, I think i, I would never do that to the... you guys uh, about the time I went to Alamo Draft House and bought dinner and stuff, and then realized I forgot my wallet. I think uh, you told us a couple of episodes ago when yeah, you, I did. you okay. left your cell phone or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had to go back home get my wallet yeah. and stuff. Um, well, I recently finished playing um, Jedi Starfighter on Xbox. That's a 2002 game. Yeah, uh, really. For, yeah, it's it's kind of based in in the Clone Wars saga. God, it was so much fun. But cool. I need to get a new controller on my Xbox because one of the um, the thumb joysticks are drifting. Yes. And and it just needs to. It, I either need a new one or fix it. But I think I'm just going to wait till like Black Friday and then see if there's any deals on because. A new controller costs like fifty bucks. Yeah, I know. I, I can tell you that uh, I wouldn't expect any. Uh, I've I've never seen any just knock your socks off Black Friday sales. Well, really ever for uh, Xbox controllers. Yeah. Um. You, you might get lucky and find one at forty five bucks or something, but yeah, you're you're paying full price for them. The controller yeah. you're talking about reminds me of an old car I used to drive where I had to like literally drag the steering wheel to the left just a little bit constantly so I could stay on the road. I know Dude, I'm not kidding. I've I know I needed an alignment was all, but still I was college. Yeah, up until up until about three weeks ago, I have had to do that in my car for the last three months. So it's mm, awful. Yeah, I just got finished living that story. It's not awesome. And it's weird <laughs> because like the first about the first week you're you're driving the car after you've gotten the alignment fixed, the new tires, the whatever. Yeah. And and all of a sudden you realize that you're you're trying to keep yourself from steering yourself to the right lane because you're still yeah. used to have to tug left on it all the time. Yeah. It's like, why am I drifting to the left all of a sudden? Right. Yeah. Oh, it's because I'm actually pulling. Yeah. Right. It's because the car is not trying to drag me into the oncoming traffic. <laughs> when, whenever I get an alignment done, I love to drive without my hands and just kind of like, and I'm going straight. Yeah. And I'll go, oh, this feels so good. Pretend you're in a like, driverless car. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the son of a driving itself. <laughs> I'll never drive in one of those. I will never uh, ride I'm, in a driverless car. I'm yeah. looking forward to that day. I I will. Uh, I don't trust I'm, them. Yeah. I don't trust them either, but at some point, uh, they will be as trustworthy as anything else. And, um, uh, and at some point, uh, it's going to be pretty awesome that, that, um, you know, especially uh, now that we're now that we're olds, um, and we start having to look to the future. It's like, there's going to be someday, whether it's, 
10, 20, 40, 80 years in the future when we can no longer, you know, we're not okay to keep driving cars. And it's like, huh, it's okay because the car can drive me now. Well, you know, it's just, it's really cool that, that we've now reached a point in society where just because you're old enough or for whatever reason, you know, you can't have a car, uh, you aren't necessarily, you know, kind of trapped in your house. Dude, I saw, I saw a, a, uh, what are you laughing at, Frank? I don't know. Uh, so, so Brad, it's hard, it's hard to derail. Br- Brad did the uh, uh, the you know raise your hand because I had to no say idea something. what that was. No, the, on Skype there's this thing where you can give somebody a heart or a a, a crime. Yeah, yeah. Next to right, it, it right, says right. raise hand. So I clicked it and <laughs> my hand went up, and I was like, oh, that's neat. I've never seen that. So then I lowered my hand, and then Frank did it, and he starts laughing. Yeah, I just thought it was silly, and I just started doing it, too, and I didn't have anything to say, so I was just like, okay, let me lower my hand. Anyway, sorry. Uh, hey, it's a Skype thing. Check Move this on. out. Now with um, Skype also has this share screen function and yeah, share yes. computer sound. What? What? Oh, Dude, man. Oh, get out Brad, of town, show me. Man. It's got a share computer sound now, which you know what that means? Is that wow. I could I could have been playing sounds nope. in Skype all along without oh having God, to redo no. my whole recording setup. Well, yeah. this may make your life a little easier then. Wow, your voice is... failure, and now you can play your fart drops directly over Skype. This is Look, I'm this, sharing. Is, I'm sharing it is with you. Morning in America, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Are you seeing yeah. something right now? I'm seeing a gray screen right now. It says a Skype logo in the bottom corner. I'm waiting for something to pop up. I just Same. clicked share screen and, and, and chose something to share with you. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's just gray. Interesting. Right now. There's not actually a picture there. Stop sharing. Same. Oh, okay. So maybe it doesn't work that great. Huh. Well, we we can experiment with it. That's cool. That's cool, though. I know the share screen. I see because we use action. that at work all the time. But right. it's uh. So I just shared uh, something else. Is it still gray? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it is. I, it's actually it's black now. Okay, now I'm going to share something. Yeah, I'm going to stop sharing. Uh-huh. Tell me. Yeah. I see a desktop. That is oh, a beautiful Google ba- the background. I yeah, know, I see it? it too. It's my fave. I wonder yeah, why I'll mine wouldn't share it now. I wonder I why know, mine wouldn't share. I likes my button better than yours, I guess. Boy, I, I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> hey, they know what to expect when this is exactly the kind of uh, they know what to expect that we still don't charge for. So, you know, are you seeing it? But we work just as hard. I'm seeing I'm, a black screen with a Skype logo. Mine's my not. Good, mine's man. not. Uh, mine's not, not sharing. Not, so maybe your maybe your resolution is too high. Maybe that could be it. Okay, you're too good. All right. Yeah. Hey, I got a I got to pee something awful. Wow. Wrap this baby up. Yeah. yeah. The audience is always happy to hear that. Uh, we clearly should have done the, uh, this wrap it up thing about uh, thirty minutes ago. Yeah. Except for now, everybody. So uh, cue that music. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at halfhourwasted. Leave us or any of the HHWLOD shows a voicemail at 469-298-9739. Or nice. Was that through Skype? No. <laughs> Did you share that through no, Skype? That, that was old school. Oh, okay. Well, let's go school. back. Type 9. Uh, until next week, I'm Frank. I'm Brad. Hi there. I'm Bill. And is this a good time to get into my fantasy football segment? 
and we'll see you next time on Half Hour Pasted. I mean, wasted. Nice try. Good effort. Good effort. Ha, ha, ha.